once again to Coffee and the Cosmos with Sagima Bay. And I'm your host, Craig Wells. And once again, I have my great friend. You notice yesterday he was good friend. Today is great friend, right? Hey, hey. And uh, uh, Daniel Jedediah Cook. I'm actually pronouncing his name pretty good because he's Danny to me. But to y'all, he's Daniel Jedediah Cook. So I want to respect that and honor that. And um, But he's here with us. And I just want to go a little further. I don't want to stay on the same topic too long. But we're talking about the name of Yeshua. And it's just, oh, man, I'm telling you, I don't know what's going on, but. As soon as I say it, I'm just vibrating all over me right now. It's like my cells are saying, that's my father. That's my king. That's my creator. You know, you are spoken out of Yahweh and Yeshua. Because they won anyway. That's another whole story. But we, we were spoken out of Elohim. We come out of the very loins, the very essence, the very fragrance, the very fragrance of him. I mean, I see us. It's like he he could just sense us before we were even created. And I don't mean just created here in the earth. You know, I'm talking about when we were created in the loins of God. You know, a lot of people in the old religious age thought that meant that, you know, when he said, I knew you before you in your belly's womb, the belly's womb, right? The mama's womb, that we were up there floating guppies, right? We we're just a bunch of guppies in the bag waiting for God to, you know, implant us into our mom and bring us to the fourth. Well, uh, that's not real. That's not truth. No, I was a living being, a living essence of Yahweh himself and signing up my deal to come to earth and creation and live for the glory of my God and of my king and, and show forth the sonship. Why? That I can come out of this and rule and reign in eternity in this life and the life to come. And see, I was seated in Yeshua before I ever came here. Come on. How do you like that one? Well, what about all the people that were uh, before Jesus came to earth? Well, you were already seated. Why? The word says that he was slain before the foundations of the earth. Come on. See? Then the petition of who he was and what he was was already in placement by his blood covenant. And all this is entitled inside the name of Yeshua. All this is inside of that name. Not that I don't use Jesus no more. and I don't have no hang up. I ain't got no hang up like, oh, you use Jesus. I use Yeshua. I use both. You know, when I'm in Rome, I, I'm in Rome, but I use Yeshua probably more than Jesus right now. But it, it, I'm about to say the same thing, but that's not true. It's the same thing to you if you don't have the revelation of the Hebrew living letters. It's the same thing to you, but it's not. Because there's an essence of a fragrance of the glory of the living God, of the expression, of the expansion of who he is and the value of who he is and the fullness of who he is that's inside of those Hebrew living letters that opens up every time I'm saying that has a greater value than Jesus. And I don't mean any negativity by that. I was saved by the name of Jesus, baptized in the name of Jesus, uh, filled with the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus. I can't tell you how many people I prayed for and got healed in the name of Jesus and everything else. And I still use Jesus. I still honor Jesus. But you want to get the revelation, like I said yesterday, about seeking out a matter. I want to become like a king. Come on. I want to be, what's the Bible says? It is, study to show thyself approve, a workman rightly dividing the word of truth. Right. I want to rightly divide the word of truth. Why? It's for me. What I'm doing is I'm a dividing asunder my soulish man and the things that I can latch onto in the natural room and say, oh, I got that. No, no, no. I want to go to a place where I can say, this is a rod because I don't have this. It's just the father. I go get on the magic carpet sleigh of Yahweh, lack of a better way of explaining it, or chariots of fire if you want to come out of the word. And I start flying around in the heavenly realm of what Yahweh is saying, the mysteries and the secrets and the glory of him that comes out of the revelation of going deeper in him. And it just so happens part of that aspect is the Hebrew living letters. Yeah. So as I'm learning his name and I'm yeah. beginning to declare Yeshua, like I said but yesterday, it was a little uncomfortable, but now it's second hat. Now it's second nature, not in the academia. 
I'm talking about in the articulation of my frequency that comes out. Yeah, I got the academia right away. I, yeah, you're sure. Okay, you're sure. It's guns untight, right? You know, no real value. But once it becomes a revelation to you and it becomes part of your frequency, Jesus, Yeshua, the one and the same, begins to vibrate inside of me something different. It begins to transcend me to a higher place than I've ever been transcended before. Why? He said, look, I look for a son that would come seek after my face. I look for a son that would say, you know what? I don't want the status quo. I don't want to just see what was. I want to know what is so therefore i'm stepping out of who i am to go into who he is hallelujah but i don't want to preach i don't want to take up all the time anyway so um because i want to turn this over to daniel cook to explain a little bit more about yeshua just uh, seated in him I, I don't know there's just something in my spirit about being seated in that name Here you, go, you know you you said that and it stirred up something in me just a few minutes ago because you know you talk about the place of being seated in him and, and immediately I, I look to the scriptures that talk about that Yeshua himself was known as the last Adam, right? And so, you know, if that were, he was the last Adam, then there had to have been another Adam before then. Well, actually, and from the Hebrew perspective, there were two others before him. Adam HaRishon, which is the Adam that we know, which was the Adam and Eve where, where he was formed out of the dust of the earth, and, and Eve or Hava came from, uh, from him. There was an Adam even before. Adam Kadmon is the Adam that was before Adam HaRishon. And there's a beautiful picture of this because if you've ever read the book from Gene Edwards called The Divine Romance, it's a book that's written about creation from the perspective of the angels. And in this place, they began to talk about how they saw Adam. And he was in this place where he began to, Yahweh put him before all of, the, all of creation. And he told him to begin to name creation. Well, how did he do it? He did it through the Hebrew living letters. He spoke them into existence. And they became identified based on the living letters that they were expressing. Mm. So their identity and who they are and what they were, were fulfilled not only with the name, but also with the Hebrew living letters that were attached to them. Mm. He also began to name the, uh, the animals, and it was the same thing. He identified them, and at the same time he identified them, he named them, and they became what they are. But, you know, as he looked around all of creation, he, he, came, he went back to the Father and he said this. He says, I don't see, where's my counterpart? Where is my bride? We talked about wisdom and the bride of, and, and being married to wisdom earlier. And he, he said, well, where is my, where is my counterpart? And Yahweh said, but you're just like me. I made, I made you just like I am. I am both male and female, and I made you just like me. And that sufficed Adam came on for a, few, for a little bit. But he kept going around. He kept walking around Yahweh's creation as they walked and talked in the cool of the day. But he was expressing this heart to his father. And he said, Father, I, d I don't see where is my counterpart. Isn't there something that I can do for a counterpart? Can, can, is there a name that I can use or, or something like that? And he heard the heart cry out of Adam Kedmon. And he looked at Adam Kedmon and he said this, there is a law that goes beyond anything that we've discussed so far. But out of the intent of your heart and out of the cry of your heart, he said, he says, I'm going to, I want to show you this law. And remember the scripture we talked about in the last podcast? Unless a grain of wheat falls to the earth and dies, it remains alone. But if it will die, it will bring forth much fruit if it dies in that place. Not if, but when it dies in that place. And in this case, Adam Kadmon 
after he heard that he could have the desire and the intent of his heart, said, I will lay my life down. Mm. He chose to lay his life down. Now, this is, this is a revelation that I believe Yahweh gave to me as a, a, from that place because I saw Yahweh lay him down into the earth and covered him over. And as his body began to decay, yeah, I know you're saying, now hold on a minute, how did, how did, uh, how did that come to play? But all, all I can do is just let me finish this out when, 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 and you'll understand what I'm talking about. He began to decay in that place, but he laid his life down so that he could have that counterpart. Yahweh reached his hand down into the earth, and he formed Adam Harishon out of the dust of the earth, out of the very place where Adam Kadmon had just laid his life down. He took that dust, and he formed man, and he spoke to him, and he breathed into his nostrils, and he became a life-giving spirit. Then he pulled out of Adam the feminine side and created Eve. The, the fulfillment of the heart of Adam Kadmon was that he lay his life down so that he could have the counterpart, and that came true in Adam, Adam HaRishon. Adam HaRishon is the Adam that we've always known. You see, in that place, Yeshua, being the last Adam, laid his life down before the foundations of the earth mm. because he chose at that time to bring forth much fruit, just like he did in, in uh, when he died on the cross and he brought the sons of Almighty Yahweh in us and we became a part of the sons of Almighty Yahweh. So you see, it's a beautiful description of it and it really came from an, a heart cry and an intent of, of really, to me, of the heart of the Father. Because where do our intents come from? Where does the, the, the extreme passion of, of loving Yahweh come from? It came from the very heart of Yahweh. We are just like our father. He cried out for us. I want a counterpart. I want a family. I want someone who is, is just like me. So he made us something far beyond what anything he had ever created before. So much so that the angels looked around and said, who is man that you are mindful of him? Look at who is man in the midst of all this. You, you know, we're right here in heaven with you. And, and look at what you've done with man. You have made man just like you. Mm. And it would have not been possible except by Yeshua himself. Wow. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> well, once again, it's so great to have Daniel Cook here today. We'll be going to another segment tomorrow and the next day. So, Join us then. Don't forget, I love you and you are beautiful. Shalom.